Matt Eberflus provides an update on Tevin Jenkins' injury. We also got another injury as the rookie right tackle, Darnell Wright, leaves practice with an ankle injury, and Tremaine Edmonds returns to practice. Me and C-Dub are going to break it all down right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. What's going on, Bears fans? Welcome to another Wacky Wednesday episode of Chicago Bears Central. C-Dub in the building. Hayes holding it down. Bobby's out. Who knows what Bobby's doing? He's in Columbia getting to connect. I don't even know. Um, (laughs) You know, I got to throw Bobby some jokes, bro. But with all that said, C-Dub, man, we got, unfortunately, some injuries. We were hoping to kind of make it out of training camp injury-free. Doesn't look like that's going to happen this time, unfortunately. We already know Tevin Jenkins has a, uh, which reported as uh, um, a strained calf in both legs, which is crazy to think. But Matt Eberflus provided an update on his injury today to add a little bit more clarity, uh, just strictly saying this. In between that time, it was right in that time. We're not going to disclose where or when or what and all that stuff. You know, we don't have to do that until September 6th. He's a week-to-week guy, and that's where he is right now. How do you feel about that? Because the research that I've done with this injury, it can go anywhere between two weeks, which will mean he'd be back by the start of the season, or up to six weeks, which means he couldn't miss the first month of the season. How are you feeling about this injury to Tevin Jenkins, bro? And how concerned are you with him missing some time? Well, I'm going to answer that latter um, uh, first. I'm going to say that. I'm not too concerned, uh, mainly because I know that injuries in, in, inevitable. In, in, that's a big word, CPS. Sorry, guys. Um, but it's going to happen to every NFL team. Uh, it's unfortunate that it happened to uh, the rookie. Uh, you say two weeks uh, to six weeks. I guess we'll have to wait. We'll just hope for, for a quick recovery from him. Uh, it, you're going to get injuries in this game, man. It's a collision sport. Um, these some big ass human beings. Uh, somebody's gonna get injured. It's just it, it hurts when it's you, but everybody's gonna get the same treatment. Everybody's gonna get that dose of the injury bug. Yeah, and I think we have more depth at that offensive line than what people were thinking. You know, we got Jay Terry Carter who can play yep. multiple positions. Um, in there we got Alex Leatherwood who can play a couple of positions as well. Um, Doug Kramer who can also play multiple positions. So we got some depth there, but I won't lie. Like I really wanted to see what this offense, both the line and in total, just all look like fully healthy. And, you know, we haven't – Nate Davis hasn't been there since, what, the the first week of OTA? Like, he's been out for a minute. So uh, we've been out without him for uh, quite a while at this point now, too. So it's just a lot of questions around it. And and Matt Eberflus has already talked about how he wanted to see continuity between that offensive line. And we're just not going to have that. Because not only is Tevin Jenkins out, Cody Whitehair has an injury to his hand that may – keep him from being able to snap the ball, which then means that he could also be either missing time or they move him to guard. I kind of prefer with Cody Whitehair because we saw him at guard last season a little bit. It wasn't the best, especially when his hand was injured. Um, Not to say that he's terrible or anything like that, but, like, I would much rather – because that hand could still get hit if you move to guard. You still need to use the hand technique. If he's going to be your center, I would much rather you just let him sit. I know it's going to suck. Let that hand fully heal. And then let's just take our bumps and bruises, bro. I know uh, I didn't necessarily put it on the list, but, like, with Cody Whitehair's injury, which may push Lucas Patrick back to the starting center position, um, would you rather see them let him sit? Or do you think if he can play at all, it's cool to move him to guard, he just can't snap the ball? No, I would I would rather sit him and uh, 
let's just get them all healthy. It ain't that serious. I think we still got enough depth to be competitive. I just don't want to see the same thing. And I know you touched on this on a uh, daily episode. I don't want to see the same thing that we've seen last year when I think they're going to put Leatherwood as center and this no, guy at the guard. Lucas Patrick at center. Lucas Patrick. Move, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. White hair to guard. Yeah, yeah. guard. I, I, I don't want to see that again, bro. I don't want to see. I think uh we seen that last year with this guy at guard, and we know that that didn't work. Let's not do the same thing. Let's wait till he get healthy. I think he'll do good at the center position. Let's just have a little patience. Injuries happens. Don't just don't don't overreact. Don't overreact, bro. Yeah, farewell. The injuries aren't done on the offensive line. Our rookie right tackle, Darnell oh. Wright, apparently uh, maybe may rolled his ankle. He left yeah. practice, did not return, yeah. uh, which is the more con concerning part of it because most of the injuries that we've heard, players return to practice, even if they just kind of stayed on the sideline. But yeah. now you're adding in your young, beastly right Beast tackle and, and Darnell Wright also to the injury reserve list. How you feeling, bro? Hey, it's starting to worry me a little bit. I'm not going to lie to you, bro. That's two big uh, injuries in the last couple of days. And this is a big one because I think this guy was going to have – he's still going to play in the season, I still think. But yeah. you don't know how much this will hold him back a little bit. If it's nagging, it's going to nag throughout the season. Uh, I just feel bad for the kid because I know he was excited to get out there on the, in a the regular season and show the team what he can do. And I think uh, he could do a lot for this team. Uh, we're just gonna be patient and wait. Uh, maybe it's not as bad as we think. Um, so well, that's all we can say, man. We gotta take what you get. Everybody's gonna get that that dose of the injury bug. So it looks like we're getting Nas right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I, I, I will say this too, and I said this a little bit on the daily yesterday as well. Like, if we get in our injury bug out the way early, yeah, and we're healthy to go into the playoffs, where a lot of other teams are gonna be dinged up. That could play into our benefit in the long run. It's going to suck while they're out. Do not get me wrong. But, like, yeah. we're now looking at three components that were supposed to be major pieces of our offensive line that we don't know what, they're, what their status is going to be to start the season. That's Cody Whitehair, Tevin Jenkins, Darnell Wright. We don't know as of right now. And it seems like Matt Eberflus and the Bears are prepared to play it close to the chest until they have to release information on September 6th. And that's not even to throw in as well as Nate Davis in there. Wow. Yes. So, like, who, like, that's four potential offensive linemen, bro, out of bro. five. Four that, out of five of your starting offensive linemen that have bro, injury concerns. Bro, and this is the most important part of the Chicago Bears team in the 2023 season is the offensive line. Yeah. and Because if that is not working, then Justin Fields not working, then the running back's not working, wide receiver's not working, bro. It's a trickle-down effect. Yeah. So uh, we got to have some – we got to pray first. And then we got to have some patience and make sure everybody is healthy enough to get out there and perform, man. This, it comes. And I, and I like the way that you said that uh, we're glad we're getting our injuries early in the year because it's going to happen to every NFL team. And mm -hmm. I think this is really a, a part of if you want to be successful in this NFL, you got to have a little luck because you're going to get injuries, injuries sometime um in a season and it's how you come out the back door in that you know what i'm saying can you survive it yeah i mean listen see though i don't know what you do in your personal life we ain't got to hear about you coming out the back door bro. we don't need to hear about that bro. no i was just saying you, you know it, 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 it was there bro i'm sorry i couldn't, I couldn't 
helping to take the opportunity, bro. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm childish, bro. I couldn't help it, man. It is what good. it is, there, bro. It's all good, man. But with that said, man, we do have a return from injury. Tremaine Edmonds, who's missed oh, yeah. a few weeks. He returns to practice today. He was limited participant. Uh, Matt Eberfuss has always been consistent in saying that Tremaine Edmonds is going to be ready to go by week one. It was more precautionary. We've talked about how deep that linebacking core is, oh, though, yeah. as well. Like you, like I said, we we have right now projected as our fifth or sixth linebacker, a linebacker who got 100 tackles in the NFL That's as the starter last year. Wow. That's crazy, bro, just man. to think about that. Yeah, um, but how important do you think it is to get Tremaine Edmonds, who's, who's going to be our Mike, our middle linebacker, uh, back in the last couple of weeks before the season starts to really kind of build up that continuity and stuff like that. Oh, man, it's extremely important. First of all, it's one of the best linebackers in the league. And I'll even go like this. he's He probably is the best uh, pass defense linebacker in the league, if, if you want to talk about middle linebackers. Uh, I think he's a leader on this team. Um, I think the the younger guys on the team, especially those defensive backs back there, follow his lead. Uh, I think the whole team would be excited to have this guy, this talent, this mountain of a man on the football field, bro. And and it is just encouraging. It's a boost. And they need a boost right now. They got an injury bug. So it's good to see my man uh, Edmonds getting back on the field. Man, It's good. For sure. For sure. Like, Tremaine Edmonds is going to be so – like, you know what that middle linebacker position means historically Shots to the Chicago, Chicago Bears. Oh, and then God. when you factor in the, the the fact that he's one of the veterans out there, a young veteran, which we have a lot of young veterans on the team, yeah. but it's important to get him out there. And, like, when you look at the players that we have that still didn't practice today, Eddie Jackson still didn't practice, Jaquan Brisker, Chase Claypool, Dante Pettis, Joe Reed, Yannick wow. Ngagwe, Demarcus Walker, Tristan Ebner, Dylan Cole, Demarquise <laughs> Gates, Josh Blackwell, Jalen Jones, Tevin Jenkins. We bro. need as much health as we can get. Yes, it. bro. Like, Damn, that list is crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, go I mean, ahead. Keep, keep in mind, I think a lot of it is precautionary, but you know, you, you it it is a, it is a little bit concerning, bro. Like Chase Claypool, who we heard through the first couple of weeks of training camp, seemed like he was pre prepped for a breakout season and has just not played since. And now I do think that, and I've said this before, I think that Matt Eberflus is playing a little bit of chess here. I think that he is keeping these guys out because they understand, listen, we want to keep this offense. I really do think as long as the pass pro keeps up, we're going to come into the first game against the Packers and be like, hey, bro, did they just invent a new offense? Like, I really do think that, bro. Oh, like, Okay, okay. But I, I I think that so it's a lot of precautionary things going on. I think there's some, some chess being played here. We know with the NFL, hey, listen. The damn Patriots had spies recording shit. You just never know what's going on. Yeah, you never know what's going on. And that's a very interesting point, Hayes. Uh, some of those guys, like Eddie Jackson, I don't, I don't think he probably need to be on the field. That's you know, true, so, You know what I'm saying? But some, like Jaquan Brisker, I would like to see him on the field. Um, but you are right. He may be holding this close to vest, and that would be a checkmate move for sure. They probably had know how – they probably foresee – how good this this uh offense is going to be or how good the defense is going to be and they want to keep these guys out because the NFL is so nosy. And you know what I'm saying? That continuity word. <laughs> it, that's, that's a different word in the city of Chicago. Chicago look at that word. We don't even want to hear it. Yeah, but shout out to Lonzo Ball, man. Snap slap, uh cap, clapping back at uh at Stephen A Smith, bro. That was yeah, bro. that was good to see. 
He said he can't even sit in a chair, bro. He got up on one leg showing you can sit in. Go ahead, Lonzo. Yeah, come on, Lonzo. <laughs> but I do want to talk about, with us talking a lot about offensive linemen and injuries, while we talked about the depth there, I don't know if this guy stood out to you, um, but Kellen Deesh, as I believe how, because if it's pronounced the other way that my brain wanted to pronounce it, we may get canceled on here. But <laughs> Kellen Deesh, I believe is how you pronounce his name. I, uh, like, offensive tackle for the Chicago Bears, he's ranked so far through preseason as the fifth best overall offensive tackle in the NFL through wow. two preseason games with a grade of 83.6. Wow, that's amazing. So, the, like I said, like, the Bears have, I think, more depth than what we're expecting to. Um, yeah. And I, and I think that, you know, not to say that you have the depth that, like, you they're just going to plug in and they're going to give the same product, production, but I do think we have a better overall offensive line, and we haven't gotten to see a lot of it. And so, naturally, people have questions, but, like, Kellen has yet to give up a sack or a penalty or even a pressure as a lineman so far, bro. That's that's promising for a player, a young player at that. Yeah, and and, and I won't poo-poo him. I will, I will just say the fact. That he has been playing, you know, is suspect competition. But, hey, these are professional athletes, and they going out here to play, and he has stopped them. They have gotten nowhere near to the quarterback. He has been, He's done his job. That's all you ask for from the offensive lineman to do your job, and he's done exactly that. So what that means for the Chicago Bears and their offensive line, that the depth is amazing. And yeah. guess what? <laughs> that depth is going to get put to the test early in the season, it looks like. <laughs> That's fair. And I, and I think, you know, we came into the offseason talking about how important it was to improve in the trenches. Right. We talked yes. about that. And yes. we got a lot of depth in the trenches. Now, we got to see how quality that depth is. But that defensive line, I think sometimes people don't give it credit for enough because we didn't draft Jalen Carter that they don't look at like we potentially got a defensive tackle that's just as good as Jalen Carter and Javon Dexter because he was the numbers in college were damn near identical in the same conference at that. But then Zach Pickens showing up big time as well. Like, yes. and now what we have with Terrell Lewis stepping up as well in offseason. Like, I yes. mean, in preseason so far. So I think we've improved a lot in the in the in the trenches like we wanted to. We just got to see it fully healthy to understand the full impact of it. Absolutely. Great. Uh perfectly said, Hayes. And I think that was our number one mission uh this offseason was to improve both both sides of the trenches. And Ryan Poles, as always, as recently, I'm going to say, he has did a, a terrific job. I think there's an overabundance of talents on both sides of the of the trenches. Uh, it's going to be crazy on the on the cuts. It's going to be it's that's going to be nuts. But I just know <laughs> that the first name for one of the first five names I need to be Kendall Vador. <laughs> that's all I know. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. That's the first name, big dog. You know he getting up out of here. He already he already flying south for the winner. You know how it goes. <laughs> Doug splash out for the winner. But I, I like what we got as far as depth on the trenches on both sides of the ball. And it's going to be interesting who stays. And then if uh, if we let go a couple pieces, because I know we can't keep all that talent. I think all those guys are talented. But I just know personally that we can't keep all those names. What we have will still be adequate depth for the Chicago Bears team. I'm telling you right now. It's going to be a tough cut. Oh, shit. Evil flukes. Damn. Yeah, I mean, because you got to look at it. It's going to be tough cuts either way. When you look at Terrell Lewis, yes. Dominique Robinson, Travis Gibson, you got to make a decision between that. And then I tell you what, as we talk about, as I mentioned, a player that um, has kind of surprised in that another defensive end that's looked really good to me, DeAnthony Jones, may have made yes. it really interesting, bro. DeAnthony yes. Jones has looked good, bro. Yes, he has, bro. I do not pity Matt Eberflus, but I'm a trust in him. Uh, you got a lot to choose from. I think whatever you end up with, the the team will still be a very good team. So, oh, it's gonna be tough. We gonna have a show on that. It's, we gonna have to. We, oh we yeah, have we're a gonna have a cut day. We're gonna have to have a special episode. Like that's yeah. just we just gonna have to pencil that in. What's cut day? What is it? The twenty seventh? I think I'm not really sure, but that's gonna be a big day, dude. Because it's it's gonna be some teams getting some good players. They gonna they gonna find yeah. they gonna find a team fast, dude. So it looks like cut day is the 29th. So, hey, that's a week from today. So, yeah, we'll be live anyway. We we may just have to go live when we we do it. Yeah, um, let's do it. Yeah, we're just going to have to do that. So when, when you look at the players that you think could potentially be cut, is there anyone, like, which one do you do you look at and say, hey, we could end up regretting it? Um, I hope we don't, but we could, like, for me, if we do end up cutting Travis Gibson, I do think that if he goes to the right team with a solid overall defensive line, we could absolutely be looking back and be like, hey, man, he just got nine sacks this year, bro. <laughs> what was that at? Yeah, Travis, yeah. what the hell is wrong with you? But I do have one, and, and, and this is going to be kind of crazy because I do think that Travis Gibson is going to stay, and I do think that the kid um, – uh, Robinson is gonna stay. Lewis is probably gonna get cut, kid. And he had. I think, you think Lewis is gonna get cut? I think he's gonna get cut, dude. I just, Ooh. I got a feeling, dude. Because look, just look at the measurables. Lewis is is he's stuck in between a defensive end and a linebacker. He's light. He can get to the quarterback. All that boo boo, all that shit. He get to the quarterback. But I think they looking for more on the measurable size, the traditional uh uh defensive ends. You got Travis Gibson, who has played a terrific preseason. Let's give mm-hmm. him he's played terrific. Robinson's not so much. Maybe Robinson is on the cusp more than Lewis, but I think Lewis is on the cusp. I think Lewis might be out. See, the thing is with Lewis, he's 6'5, 262. I know you said he's a little light, but like he's also 24 years old. And with what he's shown. I mean, I do. If they do cut him, I'm not going to argue with him that he could potentially be cut. Because at this point, like 
you're really looking at all like him, Travis, and Dominique Robinson are all around the same age. I think Terrell Lewis has had a much better OTA and training camp probably than either one of them. But if the Bears do cut him, I definitely think that's going to be one that we look back on and we like, hey man, what was we thinking, bro? Did we did we really keep Travis? Like, I mean, did we really keep Tevin uh, Tevin Jenkins? Like, I mean, Travis? Yeah. No, Travis Gibson. I they yeah, names Travis. too damn similar. Did we really keep <laughs> Travis Gibson? So yeah. I don't know, man. Give me one. I know you see one out there. I know you see one. Just go on to say it. What? I know you see one on the defensive backfield. No, nah, I ain't just gonna cut it out. Stop it. Oh no, I'm not. <laughs> we ain't gonna regret cutting Kendall Vador, bro. Like that. That if if I'll tell you what, even if Kendall Vador Vador does go somewhere else and ends up shining or whatever, shout out to you, motherfucker. I don't give a damn though, bro. I ain't mm-hmm. nothing gonna turn me around, in my opinion. Uh, that motherfucker can lead the NFL in interceptions next year, and I still be like, good fucking reason, <laughs> Like Double I just way. don't care, bro. I'm not even gonna front on you, bro. I don't hey, care. Here's it is then. This is this is going to happen. Which wide mm-hmm. receiver getting cut? That is the difficult one because one of them getting is cut. getting cut. I mean, ultimately, here's what I think. I think if it ends up being Dante Pettis and EQ yes. St. Brown, I don't care. I don't care if it's either one of them because then we're keeping the young guys, right? Now it could we could look back on it and, and regret it if we end up keeping dropsy and shaky hands and they both you know have tough seasons <laughs> or whatever. But Tyler Scott is 21 years old, yeah, and so even with his drop issue. You want to at least bet on that for a couple of years to see what you can get out of that and develop out of that. Fellas? Uh, oh, yeah. Hey, they going to think about that, Hayes. They going to think. They going to they yeah. gonna, they gonna have like a 20-minute meeting about that, bro. Yeah. Gonna be it really debate. comes down to, I think, how do they view Darius Fontaine and what he's given them so far, right? He's okay. not – I mean, he's only one year older than than uh, Vellis Jones, even though Vellis is only in his second year. That's what's yeah. crazy about it. So, yeah. like – and we know that 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 Ryan Poles likes to try to stay young, but that veteran youth is a good thing as well. And and Fontaine may be able to bring that. And I think that Fontaine also is a little bit bigger than uh, Vellis, if I'm not mistaken. So, you know, that big target, we don't have a lot of that, especially Chase Claypool isn't going to be healthy to start the season. So, yeah. I mean, can, Font- can Fontaine play special teams? That might put him over there. Can no, he return but, kicks? But that may keep Joe Reed on the team. Okay, Joe okay. Reed can return kicks. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know about that. I think I don't know about Joe Reed. Big dog. You don't like you don't like Joe Reed. I don't like Joe Reed, big dog. That's I, fair. I, no, that's yeah. fair. That's I don't fair. like him. I like I'm I'm a keep Vellis. I'm a cut Pettis. EQ is a I don't know. I don't know. EQ is one of the things where it's like as as your fifth six wide receiver, I can't be mad at it. Because if you, you can't. Yeah, like if you put him in in the lineup and you need another a, a big target as well, like all right, cool. Like having him and like and like Cole Komet out there to kind of you know be those big targets for Justin Fields on some slants if they need him while the other guys go out d- deep. I uh-huh. can't be mad at that. Yeah, you can't be mad at that. So, but anyway, with that said, his ass getting cut. <laughs> <laughs> we just tried. We tried. Oh, but, okay. Here's here's the next biggest question: Cut day. One of these quarterbacks is gone. PJ, Nathan Peterman, I'm not even putting Tyson Bajant there. If they cut Tyson Bajant, I got to personally go and look at Ryan Pose and be like, bro, you was doing so good. What the fuck wrong with you? What the fuck wrong with you? But out of those two, who do you think? Keep in mind, PJ Walker does have the $2 million guaranteed deal. We ain't playing no games, bro. Y'all seen PJ Walker out there again. He sucks, bro. Bro, we ain't doing that shit. This is a professional. This is a job. If I go to my job and I can't do my job, they going to fire me, bro. He can't do his job. He can't do the. And then this kid, what made it worse is the kid from what fucking college, city college he went to. What is that? 
what was it? Saint uh Shepherd. Shepherd. What the fuck? He went to Shepherd. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That sounds like a farm. But it's, or but it's not even just that. Like it would be bad. It's bad that Tyson Bajan came in and outperformed him. But then it's it's doubly bad when Nathan Peterman even <laughs> came out and outperformed you too. Like that's the cherry on top. You bro. got double outperformed, bro. <laughs> bro. It ain't looking good, big dog. It's not looking BJ. good for you. It bro. ain't looking good, BJ Walker, bro. Um, I mean, shout out to him because he's gonna get his money regardless. So shout out for, to getting those checks, young man. Like, yeah, man. But uh, hey, it USFL. ain't looking long for you in the windy Hey, XFL, USFL, Canadian Football League. It's a lot Go of play shit for out there. Go play for all three of them. Go play. <laughs> Gotta do, bro. Play for all three of them. Get that money. Hell no, man. But, before we go, I do want to talk about a former bear. And I, I feel like Barry, because he mentioned Tariq Cohen on his roast, right? And, yeah. And then we, the next day, we get word that Tariq Cohen is ready to make his return to the oh, to the man. NFL. Keep in mind, he tore his ACL, I believe, was it a kick return or punt? One of the two in 2020. I think it was a punt return, yeah. And this was right after he signed a three-year, $17 million yes. deal, which was unfortunate. I I. I He's not coming back to the Bears. I've no. seen that question a little bit out there. We're no. not doing it. It's not happening. No. But I hope that Tariq Cohen gets on with the team, even if it's initially just special teams. And yeah. I hope he can really make a comeback, bro. How are you feeling about Tariq? Oh, my God. What a feel-good story. I just looked at my uh, Twitter feed or X feed a little bit earlier, and I think that all oh, that instantly gave me joy because this guy – if y'all remember him with Jay Color and, and Forte, this guy was an absolute demon, Joe. He could not be covered. They tried to put linebackers on this kid. He worked so hard. He was such a dynamic weapon. That's the perfect word for him. Dynamic. He can yeah. catch it from the catch it from the outside. He can run the ball, get you big plays. He can actually kick ret- punt return. Oh, man, I miss that kid. And I'm so happy for him that he's going to get a chance to get back into this NFL. Now it's up to a team to see if they're going to take a chance on him, and I hope they do. I hope they do. Facts, facts. I mean, listen, they're, they're, he had so much talent, right? And he was so quick, bro. Like, oh, my he was just, goodness. He was so quick, man. And I really do hope Tariq Cohen can make a comeback because, like it's like you said, you want to see the feel-good stories. The fact that he was already an underdog being 5'6", right. bro, bro, making the NFL is crazy, bro. Like, Bro, bro. And Matt Forte, hey, this is the story. <laughs> I used to play Madden back in – I still play Madden, but in 2018, I never played with Matt Forte. I subbed him out for my little homie right here because he give you big plays, really? bro. That's how That's you cheat. Crazy. That's how you cheat, big dog. He, gone, he got the speed. Ain't nobody catching him. <laughs> And keep in mind, like, I think people forget, too, that, like, in 2018, Tariq Cohen had, it was, like, 750 yards receiving, bro. Yes. Like, he was really one of those – he was a gadget player. And I don't mean that as a slight at all. Like, you you didn't know how – when you saw Tariq Cohen lined in, you had to look at him and be like, we have no idea what they about to do with him. Bro. <laughs> yeah, they could pass it to him. He could run it. It don't matter. Like, I just looked it up. He had – 444 yards rushing on 99 attempts that year and and 725 yards receiving on 71 receptions, bro. He averaged 10.2 yards per reception. A weapon, dude. Now, don't forget that touchdown he threw on that – um. what did he do a touchdown? He threw a touchdown in one of them playoff games. It was a big touchdown, too. I forgot which game it was, but he had thrown one, too. He threw a couple, I think. That's crazy. Oh uh, well, he threw a touchdown reception. It looks like he threw one in each 2007 and 2018. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> that boy was a weapon. It literally, like you talk about positionless football, bro. Bro, bro. he was there. 
Yeah, man. He's one of the originals, man. When you think of some gadget players, he one of those, bro. He like a uh who is Darren Sproles? That's who I compared oh. him to back in the day. He was just like Darren yeah. Sproles, bro. Just like him, but like three inches shorter. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah, a lot shorter. Sproles, is, <laughs> Sproles already look tiny out there sometimes, bro. But uh, but Tariq Cohen, like, bro, like it was it's so funny, bro, because sometimes, bro, I swear to God, you be watching the play. And the line, the lineman would be all piled up, and it's just this little guy comes from between everybody. It's like, what happened? What happened? Oh man, we love Tariq Cohen, man. Yeah. Hey, shout out to you, man. Congratulations. I hope you go through with your journey, bro. You gonna you gonna make it. Matter of fact, I yeah, think you are gonna make it, big dog. Facts. It, like, it. shout out to Tariq Cohen. Let's hope and, and pray and hope that he has a successful return, whatever that looks like. Whatever it is, some form of success, and he gets on with the team and can make an impact. That first year may be a little bit rough for him as yeah. he's getting back in in gear, but like, let's hope that he does that, and we'll see what he what he ends up bringing out, man. No, bro. But uh, any any last thoughts before we get up out of here, Dub? Uh, no, nothing else. Uh, uh it's a great show. I can't wait to the cut show. It's gonna be interesting. Facts. <laughs> it's gonna be interesting. Facts. So next week around this time, you guys will be getting the cut show, and it's gonna be. Because oh we God. celebrating a couple of people leaving and maybe even crying about a couple of people leaving. We might know. have to, bro. Yeah. Ooh, you we thinking these surprises? <sighs> bro, it's always at least one surprise, bro. I Because I, to me, to me, and I know people aren't going to necessarily agree with this, Travis Gibson would be a surprise to me because he's shown you a lot this preseason, I right? Think so, like, yeah. But, but yeah. really, honestly, either way, the only one who wouldn't be a surprise to me is Dominique Robinson because he just – He's looked so he's mid. He's been he's been looked mid. He's looked mid. Yeah, but he has. Terrell Lewis has had his flashes. He has. Travis has had his flashes. Yeah. And either one of those guys, if either one of them are cut, definitely would be a surprise. The wide receivers have a potential to be a surprise in there too, because if Vellis is cut, oh, that's a I, that is, that's a surprise for me too, Hayes. That's a surprise. That's a surprise. So even though he fumbled his first touch on a damn preseason, fucking dude be smoking that. Ooh, we bro. That's, <laughs> bro, what the fuck. That's what get 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 Tiana Trump in there, bro. I keep telling y'all, man. I keep telling y'all everything will be cool. That professional grip. That grip. <laughs> but y'all can go check out C dub and Bobby over at Shy Bulls Podcast with the Kanyak Boys. Make sure you guys support them. They dropping daily Bulls content over there. You uh can stay locked in and tune in with us here. Follow us at Shy Bear Central on every social media platform. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, Chicago Bear Central Gmail.com. And then lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail, the number to do so, 773-242-9336. We're the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. And like we liked in every episode of Shy Town up. Bear down. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.